Hey, and welcome back to Dream Chasers Basketball Podcast. My name is Harvey Harrington, and you are listening to the smooth sounds of my opinion. <laughs> hey, welcome back, man. It's Harvey Harrington. Um, want to first give a shout out to um, a couple different um pretty good podcasts that are out there. Uh, some guys doing some good stuff. So two guys, uh, one guy that I kind of know from seeing him around and actually had a couple conversations with Derek Grant does. I don't think, I don't know if he does podcasts or not, but he does something on his page where, you know, he talks about, you know, just different aspects of some of the same stuff that I do with, uh, with my YouTube channel, Derek Grant. Uh, he, he's from, originally from New Jersey. He was a globe trotter. He's in the Indianapolis area. Go ahead and check him out. Just a good guy. Also, Daniel Artest, the Daniel Artest show, which is uh, Ron Artest's brother. And I mean, he's just doing a lot of big things and just moving forward and, you know, just definitely want to keep pushing good people forward. Um, I'm not, I'm not into competition. I'm into if something is entertaining and can help a friend or somebody that I know, or even if I don't know them, if it can help them out and I like it, then that's good enough for me. So with that being said today, I got a, a couple of topics that I want to talk about. So I'm going to continue to make these just for, and I mean, I won't do video with them, just something that can get you through maybe a road trip. Maybe you're chasing the kids up and down the the road, taking them different, you know, AAU, maybe volleyball or whatever it is. And all these podcasts can be broken down and and transition over to any sport. This is not just basketball. So if you know somebody that is a parent that may enjoy these, you know, somebody that's a parent that's looking for some answers, Please like, uh, share it, and make sure that people know. I mean, you can put them on your Facebook page or whatever it is, but you can you can copy and paste this link from this particular podcast, and you can send it to anybody that you need to. So, but I want to talk about a couple of different topics. One thing, one topic I want to talk about is letting your kids go. Um, kids relying on friends to be comfortable in sports and then balance in sports. So I'm going to start with letting your kid go. And for me, there's a, there's a, this is pretty complex just talking about kind of letting, letting your kid go. And I, and I'm getting to that point. My oldest is a sixth grader. She's going to be a seventh grader next year, getting to the point where I kind of want to let her go. But I'll tell you, I'll give you backstory on just my particular child. I'm here. I live in Indiana, and my daughter has played basketball since she was in the first grade. Well, before the first grade, since she was probably in kindergarten. We had her in the YMCA or whatever. So first and second year just was learning for, well, the first year, the the first real year of kind of like rec basketball, which was like first and second grade, was – just a learning experience for that first that first grade. I mean, she didn't make a basket to the end. The very the very last game of the season, she made a basket. We had some second graders on there, and they just dominated the game, and they were pretty good. Uh, Nicole Elson, who's um, plays in Fishers, uh, Leah Norvell, 
couple different girls. So, uh, I mean, it was just, it was great to be around and it's great to see these girls that are growing now, but first year was, was a learning experience for, we came back, we worked at it that summer, came back, didn't play. I mean, she was too young to do any AAU and thing like that, but just worked on a game, came back the second year. And I mean, she was just kind of like a scoring machine, but it was rec basketball. Then we went from that to third grade travel. She was kind of almost in the same boat as that first year and just learning everything again, had some girls that were uh, head and shoulders, knew the game better than what she did. And that was okay. So we worked again, got to fourth grade. And by the time she got to fourth grade, I mean, she just, she kind of started to take off athleticism, shooting the basketball, getting a little bit stronger and the fifth grade kind of fifth grade left kind of a sour taste in my mouth because she was injured. You know, she was injured that whole season. And then uh, this year with travel basketball, we didn't do much just because of the COVID thing or whatever. So just, that's just a backstory on my, on my particular child. But I know all of us are always thinking about having a plan for our kids. And even now I, I still have a plan for my child. And the summers, summers are where your kids going to grow. Period. They're gonna they're gonna start understanding different things. They're gonna get stronger. They're gonna get faster. This is where they grow. But the past couple summers, we haven't played much AAU basketball, which is the past two summers, because uh, one, I mean, well, COVID was last year. The year before, kind of just pulled her out and wanted to give her a breather because she just kept getting hurt and. I was almost to the point I'm like, you know, is this kid ever going to play basketball again? Because, I mean, it just seemed like every time we turn around, it's something. And I remember the first time she got hurt, uh, it was a game before she got hit, went down. And I'm like, she's okay. Get up, get up, get up. And she's like, whatever, she's limping. So we get her up and she was fine. Then the very next day, we played the very next day. And she really, she fractured, uh, had a hairline fracture in her foot. So I'm kind of being rough on her, like, hey, you you got to get up. What are you doing? You you, <laughs> you got to stop being so soft. And the way I treated her that day, it 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 just wrote it 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 almost haunts me to this day because now any t- any little thing that she's complaining about, I'm nervous. You know what I mean? It almost makes me a helicopter parent, like almost like I want to fly around her to make sure I want to hold on so tight to make sure she don't get hurt ever again. You're not gonna get hurt. And I mean, it's just not realistic, but in my mind for how I treated her, how I was telling her to kind of tough it out. And, you know, I, I basically made her walk to the car um, after she got hurt that day. I mean, for me, it's like, you know, it's almost almost like I feel like a, a bully almost. It's like, what were you doing? If the, if the child says something hurts, even if, you know, you fall into that. I, I remember when I started playing basketball, we started late. So a lot of times it was like, are you hurt or are you injured? You know, it was the difference between the two. And a lot of times it was like, you know, you fall down, you hit your knee. Oh, I'm I'm hurt. And then you come back and you play the next game. And then the next game we're losing and you trip and fall and you hurt again. And it's like, no, we wasn't playing those games. So I'm old school in that way. So when I, when I saw this with her, even though her, you know, she's being a girl, I was just like, no, get up, let's go. It had her walking on it. And then, you know, that night start to swell a little bit. And then the next day we go to the doctor and I'm sitting there and I'm just, you know, if you could have seen my face just because I'm like, 
you know, I, I shouldn't have put it, I shouldn't have put it through that. But like I said, um, you know, my plan really was, you know, to continue to work on her game. And, you know, a lot of, a lot of, a lot of my plan was built off of just talking to doctors. Every time she would have some type of injury, oh, well, she's growing. So this is the reason why that's hurting or, you know, with, with this, that, and the other, you know, her feet are growing. So that could have played a part in, you know, her hurting herself and whatever. So, I mean, it was, every doctor was telling me the same thing. Oh, she's growing, she's growing, growing, growing. I'm like, well, what do I need to do? Do I need to get a brace or do I need to, well, she needs rest. And then she needs to go to physical therapy. And then she, so that kind of pulled me out of just playing the year round thing. I was just like, I'm just going to wait, let her get to look, let her get to be a little bit older. And from there, you know, hopefully, most of the the growing, you know, is, is not as, you know, not as prominent as what it is now. So that that more or less was was our plan. I mean, I and then and then it's always your perspective. It's like my wife, my wife played basketball, played some type of organized basketball every year um, when she was a kid. I mean, she played every year. I didn't. And it's funny because. A lot of the people that I saw that were really, really good, like we started playing, I started playing basketball in seventh grade. A lot of people that I saw that were really, really good, they were just gym rats. You know what I mean? They they played a couple tournaments here and there, but they were gym rats. It's like, you know, my brother went through it. Freshman, high school, terrible. Sophomore year, got a little bit better, maybe started to grow, but just stayed in the gym and then came back and was really, really good. Monte Ellis did it. I think it was like his freshman year. Kind of the same thing is, you know, he just stopped going to stop playing so much summer ball and he was and we was working on his game and he got better. Rodney Carney did his senior year, just just cut everything off and worked on his game and then was one of the top guys in the nation. So I saw a lot of this and that's my perspective It's like, no, we're going to get in this gym. We're going to continue to work. We'll scrimmage. We'll we'll work on some stuff where she scrimmages and I'll put her against different people and stuff like that. But. Not so much. And the reason another another reason for me is like it goes back to the injury as well, because with the injury, I just feel like, OK, by her playing so many games, when you when you play the game with af- actual referees and coaches and the games on the line, stuff like that, you're apt to do different things. Like I think about it now. I played basketball and football and all that good stuff. We played all that stuff for fun almost every day. And it's like, well, you did it. Why you? Well, not so much because when when those lights come on and that scoreboard comes on and the crowd's there and people are yelling, I mean, you're diving on the floor, you're running harder, you're twisting, turning. If you go play open gym, you know, you'll get the guy that or girl that is just a hard worker and they're going to dive for certain things, dive for the basketball and they're going to work hard to get every rebound. It's not it's not as much. I mean, you know, you, you yes you can get hurt within an open gym setting, but it's just not as it's not as competitive as playing the game. So, you know, that that just goes into into what I'm saying. But back to the topic at hand is letting your kids go and trying not to control everything. And this is something that I'm guilty of for sure. So, quick story, took my kids skating for the first time, maybe about a month ago. And my kids have never skated before. I I skate 
And back in the day, I was, you know, I'm, I wasn't as tall as what I what I am now, and I didn't weigh as much, so it was different. I was smoother with my skating, but I can skate. Same with my wife. My wife can skate, but my kids cannot. And we just went on a whim. It's like, hey, let's go skating, and went there. And this taught me a valuable lesson. I mean, I watch things in life and just how it impacts you. And I can't, by my kids not being able to skate, I was scared to death. I mean, it's just one of those, like, you know, if you can't, if your kids can't swim and they just in the pool and they playing and they're doing different things and they're coming back up and you're like, my kids really can't swim, but you're just hovering around. You're kind of scared. You know what I mean? You're ready to jump in, jump into action for whatever. But this is what it was. It was like watching, you know, my oldest, and I think she picked it up pretty quick. And my, my middle son picked it up pretty quick, but the baby is still the baby. So she's still four years old or whatever, but just watching my oldest skate, I just I, all I could see was a trip to the hospital. I mean, I, I thought she's gonna fall and break a leg, break an arm, something, and I'm just nervous. I mean, she's slipping, and you know, it, it, it looks funny when you watch it, but at the same time, it's like, please don't go down. And then my son's kind of the same thing. I mean, he wants to skate off one leg, but I mean, I, I'm starting to understand like you gotta let I, I gotta let them experience certain things and. You know, I'm saying this to say too. Now, I'm not, I'm not a dictator in my house. I'm not telling my daughter, no, you can't go play basketball. No, you can't. After, after having a successful summer of having her just work on her game, this we we made the decision before COVID. So, having a successful summer of just having her work on her game, you know, multiple times a week, having her do a couple little things for speed and agility, having her, having her come back and seeing her last year. I mean, she looked great. And she actually was the one this year like, well, I don't have to play. I, you know, I want to play, but I don't have to. And I'm and I'm kind of like I want to wean her back in. I kind of want to play some tournaments here, there and see how it goes or whatever. But, you know, I, like I said, I'm, I'm not a dictator and I'm not just making decisions for her. But at the same time, I'm, I'm getting to the point that She's going to be seven, eighth grade, getting ready to go to high school. She's going to have to start making some decisions on her own because ultimately that's where these kids being good is going to come from. They're going to make the decision. They're going to be the ones that want to go to the gym and, and, and shoot, you know, 500 shots. They're going to be the one to, to want to get better in the off season. We can push them as much as we want, but ultimately if we push them and, if there's any type of resistance or they feel some type of way is it's just going to be it's going to be tough it's just going to be tough because kids have to get it in their mind that they want to they want to be the best at the sport that they want to play it so um you know i'm just saying this to say uh, at a certain point got to let the kids decide what they want to do let them off on their own if you've been working with them training with them coaching them. I mean, that's, that's one of the things that's kind of hard too, is like, you know, you have some, some parents that's coaching their kids all the way through and that's cool. Um, you know, I, I think if you, if you've been around the game, you understand the game, uh, there's no, no other better mentor, but at the same time, kids treat us different as parents. They're going to, they're going to give us some back talk or they're going to roll their eyes or there's going to be an, I just wonder sometimes if you coach your kid all the way through, is this going to give them bad habits going into high school? Because you've been around your coach for so long and you see your child roll their eyes and it's like, okay, they better stop. But you get a high school coach that see them roll their eyes. What's going to happen? I mean, 
Is it is it going to be to a point where, A, they're going to sit their butt on the bench or are they possibly, you know, as a coach, you, you don't know what goes through a coach's head. Maybe a coach feels like, well, next year, you know, I, I didn't like the attitude, so maybe they get cut. So, I mean, like I said, having a plan and having goals is fine, but ultimately I think we just have to let our kids kind of spread their wings and let them do what they're going to do. Like I said, with skating now, I'm a little bit more comfortable, but I just kind of equated that over to life. I just was thinking like, you know, I'm doing the same thing with basketball. I'm just going to hold her. She's not going to do this. She's not. Well, ultimately I have to let her kind of make some decisions on what she wants to do. Second topic is kids just um, relying on friends to be comfortable. I, I hear this a lot. I mean, I'll have basketball trainings and I I hear parents say, oh, well, my child was kind of feeling a certain type of way until they saw their friend walk in. And, you know, uh, it's it's kind of it's it's just funny. It's funny to me because I remember growing up and like I said, it's all about your perspective. Remember growing up and having friends. But like I said, I started playing sports kind of late. So it really didn't matter who was around. But. It's is I think that kids need to understand that ultimately you have to do what's best for you. Like what's best for you is probably not what's best for your best friend or what's best for you is probably not probably not what's best for any other kid. It just seems like, oh, let's go play all the same AAU teams together. Come on. I like him. I like her. Let's go do this together. Let's do well. Ultimately, you know, every kid is not going to or 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 pair of friends are not going to go and play college basketball together or they're not going to go to college together. They may go different places. So I'm saying this to say that kids have to almost, in a sense, be able to be who they are, no matter who's there. Period. If you if you're maybe maybe playing for this team is good for my son, but it's not good for yours or or training with this trainer is good for my son, but it's not good for you got to do what's best for you. Ultimately, I mean, friends are going to be there. And, you know, but like I said, I, I, I hear that a lot. It's like, hey, let's let's go play on this team together. And it's, it's a lower level team. I can go play on a really good team. <laughs> but they don't want my friend or they don't want me and they want my friend. Well, you have to make, this is a, the window of playing sports is very, very short. So there's some sacrifices that need to be made. And just because you make a sacrifice doesn't mean that you're going to lose that, that the kid is going to lose a friend or, you know, that, that, that it doesn't mean that it just, it just means like, okay, what are your goals? What are you pushing towards? And then, you know, if friends come along with that, then great. But, you know, at the same time, I don't think that friends are not going to, I don't think that they're not going to unfriend your kid because of who they play with and who they don't. But I, I think we just, that's something that a parent probably needs to talk to their kids about. It's like, listen, look, you know, ultimately, if you want to play sports, if you want to be a high jumper or you want to be the best soccer player, you, you and your friend <clears throat> is, Maybe something's good over here for for little Johnny, but it's not good for you. So it's just something, just something to think about. I think a lot of kids are just getting more clingy and they like who they like, and that's okay. But ultimately, 
<clears throat> if you want to play a certain sport and you want to be good at something, it has to be about you and your development. And then, like I said, everything else uh, will come into play later. And then the last thing I want to talk about is um, kind of a little bit what I talked about before is like just balancing sports. Like I said, I go back to I go back to we played we played basketball for years and years and years. And it was it was one of those that we didn't play the organized part. We didn't play as organized as what we what a lot of kids play now. So everybody's like, oh, well, you played for years and years and years. You played on concrete because I'm from New Jersey, played on concrete and all that good stuff or whatever. And it never bothered you. You did OK. Well, I, I think I think you have to have a level of balance because I think as the kids get older, I mean, injuries are going to be there. And you got to think about it like this. With AAU basketball, there's there's going to come a point that you have to play. Right now, most kids want to play. Most parents want their kids to play. But there's going to come a point that you're going to have to play. Unless you're it's, – it's, it's only – it's a very small percentage of the population of kids that won't have to play. That These are the kids that if they, if they just play their high school season, everybody – they're going to attract – fan they're going to attract fans they're going to attract college scouts you know the zion williamson's the john walls the candace parkers um you know some of those some of those big names they don't have to play as much because people are already sought after and that's cool but most of the population is going to have to play in order to be seen so when they get to high school i mean it's going to be game on and are you walking into getting them into high school and they're injury prone and now they're playing all the summers partially injured? They're not going to be able to showcase themselves as well either. Now, I'm not saying I'm, you know, and this is my own personal opinion. You know, you can tell me to take your opinion and flush it down the toilet. My child's going to play. Well, then cool. That's fine. Have your have your child play. And, and I don't I don't hope anything bad on them. I hope that they get to whatever they want. I hope that they uh, set their goals and smash them. I'm just saying, you know, just looking off of and just and just hearing a lot of different college coaches tell me that kids are, you know, that they're, they're kind of, some kids are wiped out. This kid has a bad shoulder. They're spending you know, three hours or two hours or hour and a half before practice almost doing therapy on their shoulder because they got a bad shoulder. I don't remember going through college and having bad shoulders and bad knees. Now I'm 38 now and my knees are terrible, <laughs> but that came from in the past. So I think that we have to make sure that we have enough balance and we know what the difference is because you can play basketball. Your, your son and daughter can play basketball all year round. And some kids, need to play. They need to play because they need to learn certain things and stuff like that. But just having that balance, because I think as they get older, a lot of kids are going to have different problems. Even if they play multiple sports, it got to be some type of balance in there. Maybe, maybe they play volleyball and they play basketball, but there's no balance because you're going straight from the two to the other, or you're switching a volleyball uniform for a basketball uniform. That might be kind of tough. But like I said, it's my opinion. Um, at the same time, I just feel like parents need to take some of this stuff into consideration. And you got to think about some of this stuff. Now, um, 
even though I said before, yes, you have to let your kids go. There's certain things we have to let them let them go in, but you have to have somewhat of a plan and you got to be willing to go along with the change with that plan. Because even though I have a plan for my daughter, she probably has a plan for herself that might be different. And it, whatever she says is going to supersede what I say at a certain point. She, If she doesn't want to do something, well, I'm not going to force her to do it. I'm going to ask her. She's not, you know, oh, well, dad, I don't want to do this. I don't do that. I'll have the conversation and I'll talk to her and say, hey, you know, these are the things that you that you need to be thinking about. These are the things you need to do. But I'm, I cannot beat it into my child and neither can you. Period. So you know, all the stuff that you're that you're doing, you should have a plan. You should have some set goals because that that helps you reach different things in life. Ultimately, I continue to talk about how this is going to mold kids into good adults. It's going to mold your kid. So they got, they get to go through this one time. If they, if they're going through this and they hate it and you're pushing them to do it, how is that really going to mold them? It's going to give them, give them a mindset. If I don't want to do something, I'm not going to do it. You know, if, if, if they go through this and, you're teaching them the right way. You're you're keeping them mentally tough. You're making them understand why, and and you're basically holding them accountable. Well, it's a good chance that they're going to take a lot of this into the world. Period. If I if I'm a coach and I'm coaching my daughter and I just give them everything all the way through, well, why do you think it's going to be any different when they get to high school? You, they're going to feel like the coach should just give them stuff. So. Sometimes it's just a it's just a look in the mirror. And like I said, everything that I'm that I'm talking to you about today, I'm living it myself. I, I see myself getting over, oh, we gotta do this, I gotta make her do that. I gotta and then I and then I have to I have to have a reality check. I have to come back down and I have to say, hold on, I can't make her do anything. I can ask her, I can talk to her about it, but ultimately it's gonna come down to her. And my my daughter's a sixth grader. I mean, we could still be pretty, we could probably be still somewhat impressionable on our kids as they're, you know, first through sixth grade. But I would imagine, you know, start talking about seventh and eighth grade and high school kids are going to start telling you what they want and what they don't want, period. And that's, and that's what it's going to be. So, I mean, just take these things into account. Uh, just a recap of what I talked about today. I talked about Letting your kids go, not controlling everything. There's something that you as a parent, you gotta you gotta figure this out, gotta have good balance with that, having those goals and those plans. Um, and then um kids relying on friends to be comfortable to do different things. That's obviously like I said, everything that I talk about is my my perspective, like I said, I'm trying to I'm trying to broaden your spe- your spectrum and help you to understand um, just different things on how to, on, on different aspects on how to look at different things or whatever, and then uh, balance in sports. All right, I think I think ultimately, to you know, and this is, I'll finish with this is that kids have time. Everybody is oh my kids in third grade they're behind. They're in fourth grade. They're behind. You see that fourth grade team? That's a team of dogs. They can all play. You see that? You see our soccer team versus their soccer team? We got work to do. We got to go take them up. Your kid has time. 
You don't, have, you don't have all the time in the world, but you have time. Ultimately, it's it's going to come down to who matures and who peaks at what point. And then are they are they continuing to work at their uh, respective sport? So everybody wants. I mean, we're we're in a we're in a a culture of I need it, I need it now. I mean, it's like everything everything that you could think of. DoorDash, I need it, I need it now. Get it to me now. I need I need to buy something. Hey, pay that extra seventy five dollars on shipping because I need it tomorrow. And that's just not that's that's not as realistic when it comes to sports because there's a all our kids are going to go through it. You don't think that you're the best player. Your your, your particular child's going to going to be held as the best player on the team, and somebody's going to move in from freaking California, and this girl is going to be one of the best players that you're going to see, and that's going to bump your daughter to number two. Now your daughter's going to have to work to try to get back to number one. But everybody, like I said, everybody has time. Or there's a kid that's pretty tall, pretty athletic, and they pick the game up late. And they decide, oh, man, I really love playing basketball. Let me work at it. Let me let me cling to everything that the coaches are saying to me. And let me work at this as such a way, because now mentally I'm more mature than when you're when when my daughter was picking this up. This person is more mature because they're picking this up as a eighth grader. And they're, they're they're hanging on to everything the coach is saying. Hey, in the summer, I'm gonna work at this. I'm I'm gonna bug the coach. I'm gonna bug my parents to get this done. I mean, that's just how it works. But like I said, each kid has time. Certain kids are gonna grow. Certain kids are not gonna grow. Certain kids are gonna get stronger and faster. Certain kids are not gonna get stronger and faster. So just because somebody's better than your child right now, that doesn't mean squat. I'm here to tell you that. And you got to understand that it does not mean nothing that somebody's better than your child, period. It depends upon who wants it more, who's going to work at it, who has the right people around them to work at it correctly. Like it's one thing to work at it, but it's another thing to work at it correctly and to have a mindset of what you're working on. Like a lot of people don't, don't understand that. It's like training sessions. My training sessions, kids just come in and they just want to work at it because I said do it. Go between your legs, cross it over, go between. Do this, do that. Make this move and step by, retreat. And I ask them, hey, why are we doing this? I I don't know. Like they're not not really even thinking like, okay, how can I use this? You got to make a conscious effort of even if if your child is playing AAU or summer basketball or whatever, off season is the time. So- if your if your son or daughter doesn't like to go left in the summer, work on going left. Somebody steals the ball, so what? Start putting those things into their head. I know I know the program wants to win, and that's fine. But that's the time that you need to work on. You can't work on that stuff during the season. You can get some shots up, and you can work on your game shots. But you want to work on weaknesses. You want to work on if if you're getting down every time. Your team gets down. You need to work on that. This is this is a good time to work on it. It's a good time to to consciously think. Okay, I don't like shooting jump shots on the right side, so let me stick to the right side when I catch the ball and see if I can start making shots on the right side. I want to be even tempered. Left side is I I know where I can score that. I know where I and then I also know where I can't score that. So I need to go to where I can't score that. Or if I'm not much of a ball handler. 
you know, work on work on some stuff with your ball handling within reason that makes sense and work that stuff because those are the times to do it. So I want to thank you guys for listening. Um, we have our this is it is it is uh, currently April 11th and we have our Dream Chasers basketball camp coming this year. Um make sure make sure you spread the word if you if you uh if you see us on Facebook or Instagram or <clears throat> YouTube is Dream Chasers Basketball Indie for each of them uh check those out spread the word we do have new merchandise coming goodness it's been kind of terrible with this covid thing just getting stuff out but uh we got new merchandise coming check out our merchandise and then we're and then we're continuously training i mean we we're working. We're working with some kids now. Um, I, I have a couple kids that are that they're improving. I'm working on some high school kids, and we're working some weight training stuff. Um, I actually deal with Impact, um, which is Impact Basketball. Joe Bonazar, and um, you know, I got some kids that are doing some weight training and stuff like that. I mean, they almost they're, they're using the same thing that the pros use. I mean, this is what what. Most of the NBA guys that you're watching, they go to Impact at a certain point, or Impact goes to them. I mean, there's other trainers out there, but Impact is one of the longest-standing uh, basketball training regimens that's been around. Uh, like I said, world-renowned uh, basketball trainer Joe Bunazar, but I have a good relationship with him, and um, you know, I go down there, I watch some of the stuff they're doing with the NBA guys, and I kind of tone it down to what kids need now. But um, you know, like I said. Um, you know, be sure be sure to check us out on um, Dream Chasers Basketball Indie. We do a daily, like almost like a daily bread type thing, and we talk about different topics on on YouTube. Please go subscribe and go share those videos. I mean, there's so much value in them. I mean, you know, just the breakdown and helping kids understand and working on their confidence. And, you know, those are some of the things that we kind of drill into the kids. And the kids need to hear that stuff. They really need to hear it. If they're not hearing it from you, then go on a YouTube uh, um, page and let them watch it. You know, put that bell on there. Let them listen to, you know, just what's going on and how the game is changing and how the, and how it can impact them, how they can be mentally strong and dealing with shot blockers and everything under the sun that you could think about. So thank you guys for listening. Um, I'm Harvey Harrington. For sure, I, I got to put one up this week. I slacked. Um, so I, this is for last week. I'll put another one up this week again. And like I said, if you like, um, if you, if you like some of the content that want that, that I'm talking about, um, make sure that you share this, please share this, share this with a neighbor, share this with, um, share this with your son or daughter's basketball team, share this with your son or daughter's soccer team, lacrosse, whatever. I mean, I, I get that I'm talking about basketball with my daughter and my kids and this, that, the other, but my kids are going to play different sports. Uh, I know my son is a pretty good soccer player, and this is some of the things that I'm going to share with him as well. I'm not a soccer guy, but on the on the understanding piece, we're going to continue to push him, and we're going to work from that side. So thanks again for listening. Harvey Harrington, I'm out of here.